A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Master manipulators. This kid's going to be the greatest poker player the world has ever seen. The hardest negotiator. Let me hit you with an example. We were going to bed the other night. I was telling him a story. He's twirling around a little string. You know, like we have this little pillow that attaches to the bed. It's kind of like bumpers and there's a little extra string. He's twirling it around his finger and he asks me, is this okay? And I respond, yeah. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't, no, it was, yeah, which you as an adult human, Ariel, what does that mean to you? That means, uh, not really. It's okay, but like, there are some ways in which it's not. And he looked me dead in my eye sockets and he says, yeah, but not really. (laughs) And I was like. this kid has read me like a book then of course i had to go on to explain that it's okay to twirl around your finger when you're awake but i'd like you to tuck it to the side because daddy's a little worried about you i don't know strangling yourself in the middle of the night because dad anxiety is is huge really we should probably just cut the string if we're worried about it (laughs) But I was They so... are less than six inches, so you don't have to worry about him strangling himself. Okay, I guess that is true, yeah. Circumference of a neck is quite large. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about this anymore, <laughs> uh, but we are going to talk about dad stuff today. We are going to talk about dad yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a daddy episode. Yeah, you know, you started talking about daddy anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, I want to... So, You know, we're coming off an episode where Rachel and I talked all about our sort of mom things, Mm -hmm. you know, like postpartum, partum, uh, just anxieties about being a mom and and body changes and things like that. Mm -hmm. And we realized that we want to hear from you, hon. Oh, wow. Thank you. You know, because as the non-birthing partner... Do you go through changes too? It's true. I do. I do. Yeah, it's true. Now now it's your turn to uh, make a lot of puns about my body parts. Uh, that are, you know, not well received by the community. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, I mean, last week was fun. It was daddy's big day off. Yeah. I mean, I had a 12-hour shoot day. but You did. But it was different. Yeah. Something different. Different is good. Yeah, different is good. Because with kids, you know, days are, it's a lot of the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of the same. How many times did Wes, like, go up and down that slide at the park the other day? It had to have been over 9,000. <laughs> it does seem like it, doesn't it? Yeah, no, we took Wes to the park the other day, and the park was completely empty. And so uh, Ned was holding Finn, and Wes just wanted to chase me around the park for 
it was it felt like two hours up and down up and down up and down i'm i'm actually physically sore yeah from my child chasing a, me around baby the baby gym workout yeah because wow. i had to like pull myself up onto the structure and then like you know run along the thing and then you know but run slowly because i have a toddler chasing me mm-hmm. and then like going down the slide and then getting up off the slide and then running through the sand i mean my goodness like, uh, how do children, like, not just pass out after playing at the park? I I, I am a, like, full-size human being, and I was like, I, I, I need a break, buddy. Yeah. I need a break. <laughs> and he was like, no, Chase. <laughs> All that M&M energy. It is the M&M energy. Yeah. It was so adorable to see him at the park, though. I mean, parks in L.A., as I'm sure in many places, have been closed for mm-hmm. a great long time. Mm-hmm. And they've recently opened back up again. Mm-hmm. And so Wes was playing in this playground with a mask. And then there were like a couple of other kids mm-hmm. with masks. And it was like the first time we'd seen him interact with other children in felt, a year. It felt surreal. I So like he was he was chasing these two bigger boys. Mm-hmm. There, there was like a, I think a, it was a five-year-old and a six-year-old. Yeah. And uh, like enormous compared to him. Yeah, absolutely enormous compared to him. And they, you know, twice they, his size. They were able to do like monkey things mm-hmm. on the on the, on the play structure, you know. And Wes is like trying to do it, and I was like, oh my god, 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 he's gonna fall, he's gonna fall. And but like, you know, I'm trying not to be that helicopter parent that's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm here to catch you if you're gonna fall, you know, because he's just he's just doing what the other kids are doing. And there was one point when he was like standing on something that he's never stood on before and I truly thought he was going to fall down. Like, and he goes, Mom, look! And I was like, <laughs> great, honey. That's how it always starts. Mom, look is the precursor Mom, to, look. ow, my arm. <laughs> wow. Ow, it, my arm, yeah. It was pretty exciting. I mean, there was a point where another kid asked him, what's your name? And Wes just sort of like runs away. <laughs> <laughs> He, he had no idea what like, to I say. How, how how be human? Well, he we went into quarantine when he was like not even yeah. two. Yeah. And now he's almost three. Right. And this is when he this is when he starts playing with other kids and like interacting. Oh my god, he did it's the cutest thing. Do you remember when he walked up to that little girl oh, and yeah. he was and like, was like, "Can I please have your ball?" I think he said, "Can I have a turn on your ball?" And oh, that's, that's the that's the adorable. part that that just made me tear Implicit up a little sharing. bit. Implicit sharing. He was like, "Can I have a turn on your ball, please?" Mm-hmm. And he even said, "Please." The polite little muffin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. said, "Please." I was just like, I see, "I'm tearing up again" because I'm just like, <laughs> "He's he's like a." grown ass adult i know seriously he was so sweet and like he really didn't want to share his trucks but then like when she didn't want to share her ball i was like hey bud why don't you offer her one of your trucks and he Mm -hmm. was like yeah okay and he did it he did a little trade did a little exchange and it was like it was was like horse trading he Mm -hmm. didn't even say anything he just walked up and (laughs) showed her a truck and and she was like i'm pretty sure this okay this little girl was like the older sibling of like a younger kid and so i'm pretty sure she She was like five or six and so she could she just sort of looked at him like okay fine here (laughs) you can have the dang ball he played with the ball it was very cute and then the girl of course took her ball back and Mm -hmm. then west wanted to play with it again so he offered one truck and she was like no and then he offered both trucks trucks? (laughs) and she was still like no i think she even said no thank you no thank you (laughs) and then he walks over to me and he goes she said no thank you (laughs) (laughs) 
adorable kids. Oh my gosh, he's like so fun to be around right now. You yeah. know, it's it's funny to yeah. hear myself say that because I, you know, I I absolutely adore my children, but there there aren't like nights have been rough lately. Yeah, it's, it's it, kind you of know, taking like, a step backwards, we could say. And it can be very it can be very <laughs> isolating being around like children all the time. Yeah. Um, I like. I think that people who work with kids are saints because they, you know, you're communicating at a different level, you know? And so, uh, but Wes has, he, he's almost on our level now. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he can communicate like an adult, you know, and he has thoughts and feelings and he comes up with these hilarious ideas that just make me giggle every single time. Like when he's like, I have an idea. How about if we do this? You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is legitimately a great idea. Yes, he, let's do that. He came up with the idea that different types of dragons spew different types of things. So <laughs> I was like, well, there was a fire dragon that came out of the woods. I like to kind of give the stories like a little fantasy Ned element. Ned tells the you best know? stories. He tells uh, the best stories i cannot keep up with these stories i was <laughs> yeah, trying to tell him a story the other night yeah. and i i i he's like this is a rerun well <laughs> i don't want to say i failed miserably no but i think i did because i was i just i don't have the like the level of detail that you have well, you know i think I everyone know. has their own style uh, yeah, he likes your I mean, style My too. style is just not quite up to par. But please continue. About <laughs> Anyways, your fire so uh, said I said there's a fire dragon. And then I said, oh, and then an ice dragon came. And he's like, what's an ice dragon? I'm like, an ice dragon is very cold and it spews ice. And he's like, and then there was a hair dragon, <laughs> <laughs> and it went bleh, and it spewed hair everywhere. <laughs> and then the ice cream it got hair in it because the ice dragon was making ice cream, of course, of course, naturally. Naturally, naturally. naturally. <laughs> um, it was just so. Then he came up with like fifteen other different types of dragons that were wow. spewing all different things. Oh, <laughs> cute! Adorable. And it wasn't my idea. It was his idea. Crazy. Crazy. Is a three-year-old has his own ideas. <gasps> also, something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, we did. Uh, we hinted about the sleeping. Uh, I think mm. Wes is dropping his nap. Yep. Wes is dropping his nap. I know. Shudder. I know. I, th- I, I, I think it's this is a good time to talk about it, hon, because I know that you are in denial I'm about in denial. it. Ned is 100% Swimming. in denial that Wes is dropping his nap. Like, Ned will go and put him down for a nap, and he will stay in there with him for two hours until that child either, like, is like, Dad, this is boring, or, or Ned falls asleep and Wes wanders out by himself. <laughs> That's happened before. Yeah, or I, or know, like they've been in there for long enough and, and it's, it's a war Ned of finally gives up. I, I say, you know, even if you're not tired, we're going to have quiet time mm-hmm. for 60 minutes. And then when he asks again, I say, you have 55 minutes remaining. <laughs> then I ask again, I say, you have 50 minutes remaining. I did order, so I so ordered forth. a 60 minute timer oh, so that he can, can see. Because, well, the timer worked really well That's with true. the sitting at the table. I'm very curious how 60 minutes will work. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a yeah, long but, time. Well, the thing is, he can play during quiet time. He, he doesn't have to lay there with his eyes open and just like, eh. 
<laughs> oh, I tell him he has to stay in his bed. <laughs> Wait, he, I mean, I guess, well, okay. But he kind of plays in his That's, bed. I'm glad that we're talking about this yeah, because yeah. if you've to, told him to that he needs to stay in his bed, then maybe we should, uh, you know, <laughs> you continue with that. Play in the room? Yeah, I Uh-oh. let him play in his room. Okay. Uh, yeah, I let him play in his room. And like, as long as I can get my stuff done during that hour, like, you know, cook some food, mm. clean up the the house a little bit, like, puts on my phone for... For like, can I have a minute? <laughs> can I, can to Mama myself? have a minute? <laughs> you know, but like, as long as he's in his room, kind of doing his thing, like playing with his train track or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm fine with it, as long as it's like quiet and and he's, you know. Yeah, I guess as long I he's have not a, banging on a totally his... different approach. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. We are going to uh, try to sleep, my friend. We are going to do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lay here. <laughs> If anybody out there has tips on uh, quiet time Mm -hmm. or transitioning from uh, taking a nap to not taking a nap, I've done a lot of Google research and Ned has not. um, So I feel like I'm in the the right here, but that's Mm -hmm. only because I did the Google research. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, Ned's got like, you have like this this sort of inherent uh, like dad energy that I feel like... Ned, or er, er, Wes responds to. Oh, I got like the dad bond. Yeah, the dad bond. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> nice one. Um, speaking of the dad bond. Speaking of the dad bond, welcome to Baby Steps, the weekly parenting comedy <laughs> podcast. What 20 the in. <laughs> fuck is up, y'all? No, it's like, you know, it's like we had our extended cold open. This is the intro where we're getting into the hashtag content that we hashtag planned. Right. Because we plan stuff for this. We prepare. We do. You may not know, but we do prepare for this Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. podcast. We don't just talk about our kids for an hour. Boom, just popping off the dome. This, we're like, what will episode 17 be? Will it be different from episode 16? We actually, we have a, a Google Doc. It's true. We have a Google Doc where it j- where we like move things around. Yep. And Miles is like, I don't think you can just talk about your kids for an hour. I don't, even, I don't know if people like that as much as <laughs> things that are more universally relatable. But hey, you out there, baby steps fam, keep stepping and tell us what you want to hear in the comments. Okay, you guys, uh, we so could add it to our Google Doc. A little, a li- yeah, yeah, we can add to our Google Doc. But a little secret for those of you listening, we're, Ned is really, really trying to get like a catchphrase. That's going true. Here. I'm trying to workshop my catchphrase. Do you want to? Do you want to workshop Keep a couple stepping, right now? Didn't really feel right. Keep it's stepping. Like, Go on with your hashtag content, my love. Oh, um, blur, I forgot it. What was the hashtag content? What do you say? We were going to talk about how uh, how you have changed. Oh, that's right. Since we've had yeah, kids. Yeah, our planned content for the day. Uh-huh. Yeah, this episode is all about daddies. 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 It's actually, uh, we should say uh, non-birthing partners. Right. Right. But specifically, birthing partners. I mean, honestly, this episode is about you, so you can call yourself whatever tough you want, mm, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna interview me, Katie Quirk style, if you want. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. Well. Are we almost done here? Uh, <laughs> no, no, not that. Sorry, I'll just. You're I'm such gonna, a I'm diva. Off, I'm on Fallon in 40 minutes, so we've got to go. <laughs> you met my publicist, Diane. Your publicist. My publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's up? <laughs> hey, can we get you a snack or coffee or anything? Or? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't do snacks anymore. I, no. uh, well, so we have two kids. 
Yes. And would you say that you went through a postpartum period with either of our kids or both? Um, yeah, I think so. I think I'm mentally better adjusted with the second kid, despite the pandemic, actually. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been easy, but I think the first kid was a, a big life shift. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, yeah, that was difficult for me. Uh-huh. Like I think I got a little down at times. It's hard to adjust to the new normal, lack of sleep, lack of control over your life. Uh-huh. And would you say that that manifested itself in uh, like a physical way or a psychological way? I think both. Uh-huh. I think both, yeah. And the, the physical element, you know, the dad bod is uh what is a dad bod by the way i mean a dad bod is when you become a dad you just get a little extra cushion (laughs) just get a little cushy on the side you have a little shelf to help support the baby Uh uh-huh uh you know and uh help to like uh, like identify to all the potential suitors out there that you're off the market (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that the baby doesn't doesn't do that. No, you need no, to the have baby, like a- the baby. I think is a, a chick magnet, as they say. <laughs> a chicken magnet. A chicken <laughs> magnet. Oh boy, I wish. <laughs> but yeah, gotta 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 get these these ladies to step off my man's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't go out much. Is this like? It, does this make you uncomfortable? Well, when you're like all Katie Couric at me, yeah. you asked me to be Katie Couric. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to be okay. I can I can be less so. No, it's okay. I can take yes. it, but I might start being Russell Brand again. <clears throat> okay, so if you were to describe to like one of your guy friends who was going to be a dad, what it was going to be like. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Paint us a picture. Oh, wow. Can you like pretend to be one of my guy friends? Yeah. Um, What's up, dude? What's up? Hey. Yo, you did really well in Smash yesterday. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snake. And my GSP is pretty good. But you did you did good too. Yeah, you had some good moments. Thanks. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I yeah. was distracted. Come at the king, best not miss. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, you're having a baby. That's yeah. Huge. Well, my wife is having right. a baby. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are still together though, right? Yeah. For yeah, now. Yeah. For sure. Uh huh. Um, well, you want some advice on what to expect? Uh, I 
Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I didn't really ask for it, but um, <laughs> I guess if, if you're just giving out unsolicited advice, I accept. Yeah, let me get, can we get a couple of whiskey shots? Um, <laughs> rail, rail whiskey, please. Oh, no, actually, I, I'm not drinking in solidarity with my wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great for you, man. So, so, <laughs> so just, great. just want two shots for him. Okay. Um, oh, Daddy <laughs> needs this. <laughs> uh, well... Dear friend, your life is about to change quite significantly. Oh yeah. I'm trying to be less like <laughs> less broy and be more myself. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, oh, bro, your life's about to get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's how would I describe it? It is a level of love and and joy that you cannot even fathom because it's like you're living life on a completely new plane of existence mm. and, and yet it is also the most physically demanding <laughs> you thought all nighters in college were bad <laughs> oh brother it is so tough and uh so you know you just don't have a lot of time to yourself don't have a lot of time to 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 do your own thing yeah, so make, no time. Make that, make that wooden bookshelf project right now. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Are there things? Would you recommend that I like do anything right now before we have the baby? Yeah, like go out to the movies, <laughs> or go get drinks with friends, or go spend a weekend with your. Yeah, I gotta do the baby moon. Oh yeah. Okay, so you recommend a baby moon? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, just enjoy waking up in the morning and being able to do whatever you want. <laughs> Sleeping in. Sleeping in. Yeah. Sleeping in past 6.30. Working out. Yeah, yeah. Get get like super swole now so that uh, you kind of, you know, you have, will you, deteriorate you have gains to less lose. slowly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or more slowly. Yeah, more slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I've gotten used to it, and it's just kind of my life now. Uh-huh. But at the time, oh my God, it was a big sense of a loss of control. Yeah. Where you don't get to do what you want to do most of the time. And what did that? What I mean, what did that feel like for you? How did how did you deal with that? How did how did that sort of come about? Were you like trying to do something and? And you just weren't able to? Um, I think so. You know, I mean, we had to kind of figure out the balance of being at home versus going to do a thing. Like, I remember having arguments about, like, me going to play a basketball game or a soccer practice or something because mm-hmm. it was like me leaving the house for an hour or two hours was like a, a burden now that I'm placing on you. And when every single activity becomes like a, a negotiation or a, right. you know, having to plan. And of course, you know, you can, <laughs> you have to mention something, like get make it okay. <laughs> you Then you have to remind the person. Uh-huh, then you have uh-huh. to remind them again because God forbid the day comes and it's like, oh, I'm going to basketball. Remember? I told you on Tuesday and today's Saturday and you say, oh, I had forgotten about that. Oh, this shit. Is, oh, I don't. Oh, let's go. Okay, well, have fun. Now I feel like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard. And I think we've now 
after talking through it, you realize that, oh, if I'm, if I'm working all day, then some of my self time has to come in <laughs> the like non-work time, family time. Yeah. Absolutely. And then also if you're doing the brunt of the childcare that you need more help from me to, uh, to help like balance that so mm-hmm. that you don't go insane. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. You really have to prioritize the time that you have, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, are you going to spend that time like working out mm-hmm. or are you going to spend that time doing the dishes? You know, it's sort of like, uh, some days you're probably going to choose working out and some days you're probably going to choose doing the dishes, but not everything gets done. Yeah, there's just, it becomes, there's not enough hours in the day to do everything. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to feel overworked and underappreciated. And so what was the first thing that went for you? I mean, I think we're talking about dad bods. Like fitness is clearly the first to go. Mm. It's like very much a novelty rather than a daily routine. Right, yeah. I mean, it was for like both of us, for, absolutely. for months I was not exercising hardly at all, whereas before I would be exercising almost every day. Right. And you had your knee thing around that time too. I did. That was, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> that was not a good time to have a knee surgery. The doctor kind of claimed I would be back up and walking around within like a week. Uh-huh. That uh, was not... And I think I got this surgery like two months before the due date. And I was like, surely... Eight weeks will be fine. Well, then the baby came four weeks early. Four weeks early, and it was not as easy as walking around after a week. So, it's sort of like I procrastinated this surgery for years because I was, you know, a young employee at BuzzFeed. Really felt like I needed to grow my career and uh-huh. not take, you know, a whole week off from work when I have paid sick days and no responsibilities. Gosh, heaven forbid. I do one less project, but that's how I felt at the time. Uh-huh. And then I realized like, shit, shit, shit. Uh, I'm really not going to have time once this baby comes. Oh, fuck. I better get the surgery done before the baby comes. And then it was, yeah, it was, I think my recovery was that much longer because once the baby came, I could hardly do any physical therapy. Yeah. And yeah. But I mean, on the flip side, I was chatting with somebody the other day. And we were talking about all the stuff that was happening when Wes was born, mm-hmm. how you were starting a new company and we were building a house mm-hmm. and how different that is from what it has been like with Finn. Mm. And that, you know, you sort of just rise to the occasion. Mm. You know, if you have a thousand things that you need to get done, you just do it. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, and we did a lot of traveling with Wes. You know, I... I I remember there being a conversation that we had where we both kind of realized that our lives were not over. It's true. I mean, it's that is another thing to say to your friend at the bar is like you're not going to your lives aren't over once you have kids. Like I've still had, you know, I've had nights where I've, you know, gone and gotten beers with a friend or, you know, played magic or I've even had whole weekends where I've gone to do the fancy football draft with my buddies. Yeah. Um, and you and I have gone out on many dates and continued to go to the movies, but it's just, it's it's harder, right? Yeah. To go to the movies, you have to get a babysitter, you have to arrange all that, you have to make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, th- everything 
goes smoothly and like to spend a whole weekend away it's just it's you know you either have to make sure that your parents are in town or that you are really up for it or that it's a very important you know maybe like we get one a year <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's just that i think is what is is difficult is that everything becomes like a jigsaw puzzle rather than just free flowing mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you can't do them yeah yeah i do feel like one of your least favorite things to do is like scheduling ned mm. hates talking about his calendar and talking about like how to f- figure out the jigsaw of oh i mean it's already so complicated i mean we have you know our our producer alexandria kind of keep track of all four of our schedules and the production calendar Uh because it's like uh no one person can do it's like there's a lot going on with you know what what the staff is doing what each of us are doing individually when can we do certain things so then when you ask something personal i'm like i don't know i have to check my calendar slash call alexandria and say am i free this day (laughs) i see that i have a full day hold is that going to be a 12 hour day is that going to be an eight hour day is that going to be a four hour day (laughs) fair enough uh yeah i lost the as i as we started the company i really lost the like sense of uh um immediate mental recall over my own calendar which is a disorienting sense right and i think it's also that's the exciting part of owning your own business you have more flexibility yeah before it was well what am i doing next tuesday well i have to go to work for eight hours because they'll fire me if i don't (laughs) (laughs) and now it's like well you know i have this obligation this obligation this could be moved and yeah i can do a doctor appointment here (laughs) right 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 yeah you talked a little bit about um you know, like going on dates and things like that. Yeah. It's it's harder. It's yeah. harder to to like be romantic with your partner and like have alone time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like we're in a really good place right now, but mm-hmm. we definitely went through a period of time where things were hard and we weren't communicating. Um, yeah. I mean, what was that like for you? Do you remember what that was like? I do. Uh, and... It was it was difficult. I think it kind of comes down to a couple of things. One is that idea of you want to be seen. Right. <laughs> you want to be appreciated. Talk about that. Talk about that well, a little bit. Well, it's like there are so many things to do and so many like things mm-hmm. that you're putting up with every day. Like what? Oh, I don't know. Uh you know all, all the things <laughs> changing diapers waking up in the middle of the night um cleaning things dishes organizing things making food right like yeah. buying something making money doing laundry work, yeah yeah <laughs> folding laundry make doing laundry putting away laundry like a whole bunch of household just things just all the things just all the things and yeah. then also like your you know your your work and your finances uh-huh. so it's like and your your like just personal life working out uh Talking to friends, uh, you know, like those may not seem as important, but mm. like psychologically, they are just. Oh, as sure, important. sure. But they those become sort of like, like almost negatives, where you have to. Mm. You're a real asshole if you uh, are not doing a bunch of those other things and then doing the like self care type sure. of things. Sure. So you basically, you kind. Of, it's like do you want like credit for 
doing your life and you, it's like we both did like we, we both, wanted we the it. other person to like appreciate the shit you were eating yeah because every both people are eating a bunch of shit all day <laughs> and by that i mean doing tasks and stuff and life <laughs> right just trying to like but, get just trying to do it and do it for the other person but when the other person isn't recognizing that yeah you know and we don't have to i mean we don't have to talk about this in uh in you know vague terms we could talk about it like it was you and me it was mm-hmm. you know you were doing a lot of work and i was doing a lot of work and mm-hmm. you feel like you i felt like i uh you know couldn't do any of the things that i wanted to do and i was only doing the things that i had to do mm-hmm. and uh and and yeah and, i feel the same way yeah exactly and you don't totally understand what the other person is going through especially mm-hmm. if it's the paradigm where uh, one partner, typically the non-birthing partner, like goes back to work, mm-hmm. bringing in the dough, and then right. the other person is at home. You yeah, know. usually, uh, you know, the the the, the person at home is like, "Well, you haven't been here all day. You haven't like helped. I've done all this stuff." Right. And the you don't other know person what it's at like. work is like, "I've been out here <laughs> right. working all day." Like I have other stressors. Yeah. And yeah, and it's and that was absolutely something especially with our first kid with Wes, uh, I, I, I'll admit, I did not think, you know, I thought about the time that you spent away from the house. Mm-hmm. I thought about that as like your time, you know? Mm, and so really? when you're away from the house for eight hours, of course I don't think about it like that now, mm. but because I know how hard your work is, but like when you're away from the house for eight hours, I was like, you are with friends. Mm-hmm. You got to, eat lunch for an entire hour without somebody like, you know, clawing at you. Mm-hmm. You got to poop by yourself. You you know, just all of these things that like I am I was struggling to deal with. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh um and so then when you came home, then I I would immediately hand you a baby and mm-hmm. be like, this is my damn time. You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a minute, I have been at work for eight hours. Mm-hmm. I have been, you know, I, I have been in meetings. I have had other stressors. I have, you know, I've had to deal with all of all of this other stuff. And mm-hmm. now, you know, now you're like giving me like, just give you're me a like second. You're mad at me for existing and <laughs> not giving me any time to like adjust or, yeah. or be, uh, you know, have my own decompression time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And and then from my perspective, I'm thinking like you're you're at home all day. You don't have any like projects or tasks you need to accomplish other than laundry or like <laughs> like the baby naps multiple like how hard can it be? You know, you think those things especially when you've had a really stressful day. It's like I'm like, oh, these lawyers calling me and negotiating a difficult contract or like feeling like you're going to run out of money, like all these you know, kind of stressful things that you just it's you kind of especially when you don't have sleep it's very easy to lose empathy for the other person Absolutely. and i feel like that that empathy and and it's tied to appreciation but it's it's at its core empathy of like understanding what the other person might be going through is really important and really hard to do because you know the other person doesn't want to hear that. I didn't, I never said that. It's probably even hard for you to hear a little bit now, but like it went through my head Not occasionally, anymore. right? I'm like, the kid naps. 
but it's when you're there doing it all day, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow my brains out. I haven't had adult human interaction in 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. The kidnapped for 20 minutes and woke up while I was in the shower. So I ran out with my towel around my, my leggies. <laughs> Uh, scarf down a sandwich with breast milk all over, you know, that's like, yeah, it's, a, it, it's, it's all hard. It's yeah. all hard. And it's, it's when, hard to have that understanding of what the other person's going through. And then also like have the, you know, even more giving energy to let them say, you know, do their own thing. Mm-hmm. We are in a good place now. Yeah. Where do you think that when... Do you think that shift happened? I mean, so, I mean, we did some couples therapy, Uh which I would recommend for everyone. You don't have to be having like problems or issues. Yeah. You don't have to be like on the brink of a divorce really to go to couples therapy. Yeah. That's kind of one of the stigmas around it is like, oh, it's a bad thing. But actually it's a great thing because you got to talk about stuff, right? No matter whether you feel like you need to go to couples therapy or not, there's stuff that you got to talk about. We, it we it doesn't honestly, even need to be an argument. It's just like stuff yeah. you got to sort through. Would you rather do that like on your one night away from the kids uh, or like your, you know, on your date night or your the 9 p.m. when everything's finally calm? Mm-hmm. Or maybe would it be better to have uh, <laughs> schedule something almost like a doctor appointment mm-hmm. where at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Right. With a mediator. You, yeah, you kind of go take a little break from your work day and. Able, you're and able to talk about that, that was stuff. kind of what it was like for us we we would schedule it like a doctor's appointment mm-hmm. and then we had you know an hour to kind of get all of that information out there and uh and and i remember you know we had a a therapist i you know i just remember her kind of making that hour very efficient Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she really cuts deep, cuts yeah. quick, <laughs> which was great because yeah. we only have an hour, and she recognized that. You know, yeah, yeah. But I remember times in some of those sessions of just really gaining a better understanding of what you were going through and what you actually needed from me, uh-huh. and vice versa. Like I, I, you know, I realized that you needed to be seen for the things that you were doing and the feel like appreciated for. Uh-huh all of the work that you were doing. And I think that was the biggest thing once we realized we could, if we just tried to give each other compliments and like, great job, hon. Like <laughs> Keep up the great you're work. You're doing it. It, just, it helps so much because you feel like the other person has your back. Yeah. And then also like, you know, understanding the, the give and take of, uh, you know, helping each other out with stuff. Right. And you and I, as I think most of our listeners know, we sort of live our life and, and uh, uh, we like experience things through humor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the reason why yeah, we're doing a uh, humor podcast. I hope you podcast. guys are enjoying our comedy podcast today. <laughs> you know, but so funny. So funny. So I love the part funny. where Ned got sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I... <laughs> You know, it going to therapy sort of gave us it. It like sort of opened a door to us being able to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. instead of both of us just constantly being like, "This is so hard." Yeah, you're not doing any work. I'm yeah. doing all the work. That resentment can build up. 
So the couple's therapy helped, right? And then there was a big shift right around six months of the baby's age uh-huh. where you finally start sleeping better again. Ugh, yeah, the And sleep that is big. makes everything so much better. And suddenly you feel like you can enjoy your baby. That family time, the three of you, is like a special fun thing. And it's like everything gets better with better sleep. Um, That's you know, very, Currently very true. we're not feeling that. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's like everything, it's almost like a lot of those those stresses like melt away yeah you're just better able to deal with things with a full night of sleep well also (laughs) a six-month-old baby is they can they're actually starting to communicate with you a little bit more Mm -hmm. and and like let you know what they need Mm -hmm. as opposed to you just guessing what they need Mm -hmm. and trying Mm -hmm. all these different things frantically you know like well it's frantic for us i'm sure it's not for everybody um but uh, yeah, you know, like you've got a six month old baby, maybe they're sitting up, maybe they're playing with toys, putting stuff in their mouth, being adorable, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to a a newborn, a two month old, three month old who is, you know, they still maybe can't completely focus on things and they're, you know, it, not. Yeah. It's like they or, become a child rather yeah. than just a baby. Yeah. I guess so. They kind of start to become a toddler. You you feel like you're more connecting with another human. Exactly. Exactly. And I think and that's babies, a really you're connecting, but you're more connecting in a physical way. Right. Yeah. You're you're providing w- for what they need mm-hmm. as opposed to communicating mm-hmm. with them. Um and so you know, <laughs> you're some some moments you where you're providing for a baby are very very special. Yes. Um but it's not the same. It's not the same as you know, communicating with another human being mm-hmm. um, and them telling you what they need and then you're able to give them that and then you get the satisfaction of giving them what they need. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a very simple uh, equation. Yeah. Where, where like, like, they need something, you give it to them, you are both happy. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you don't you don't always get that uh-huh. with, a, with an infant, you know? Um, but... Uh, we're seeing that with Wes now too, where he's moving into a completely different like time of his life. He's like a little kid now. I I it's shocking. Really enjoy spending time with him. Mm-hmm. He is just a like a fun kid. Mm-hmm. And he tells he tells jokes mm-hmm. and like, you know, says the most hilarious things he and has stories. Has ideas of his own and you know, like we were at the at the store the other day and he really wanted to get out of the cart and ride on the escalator. Uh-huh. And I was like, sure. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> let's do it. That sounds great. You know, like let's ride the escalator up and down a couple times. That'll be that would be really fun for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had so much joy from doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and it was totally his idea, too. You know, and I feel like uh, if I were in. Uh, the place that I was when we first had Wes and, mm. you know, we were both sort of just like, we were just down, you mm. know, I, I feel like there's this, this, um, this like sense of always needing to say no and mm. being like, no, right. you can't do that. No, no, that's not a good idea. No, that's not safe. No, I don't have time for that. Um, but 
for some reason, I feel like with Wes right now, I I'm able to just say yes. Yeah. You know, like, sure, buddy, we can, you know, squish Play-Doh into the carpet. I'll take care of it later. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You, you know, know I, I felt a big shift, and I've talked about this with some of my dad friends, where when you are, when you kind of have a little bit more uh, balanced responsibilities, whether you have, you know, like a nanny or a childcare provider, you have a family around. Yeah. But uh, or you've just figured it out with yeah, your you significant other. Yeah, you figured it out other. with your significant other. When you have a good balance there, then it's a lot easier to make the mental shift, which I think is a very mes- necessary mental shift of uh like spending time with the baby. Uh-huh. It can be something that is like fun and like positive rather than always seeing it as an obligation to be avoided. Uh-huh. If you always have the mindset because so much of it is difficult and you need to, you know, you can't do it all the time, so you have to kind of pass the hot potato, so to speak. Uh-huh. If you're always see- having that mindset of like caring for the baby is like an obligation to to be uh, balanced or reduced. Right. That's a horrible mindset to go through Absolutely. life, right? It kind of makes the even the good moments not as good. But if you yeah. are able to say like, well, now I'm going to be caring for the baby and I'm really going to try and I'm gonna give you know, it 100%. get a lot out of it yeah. and give a lot to it, then it's like so much more nourishing for your soul. Yeah. I remember feeling a lot of guilt about feeling that. Really? Um in the about early days. feeling like you didn't want to be with the baby? Yeah, about feeling like it was uh, a responsibility as opposed to a pleasure. Right. You know? Um, I think I'm just naturally, I I just, I, I didn't grow up around kids. I don't think it's anything you specific to be, I mean, maybe some people are. I think know, some people are just naturals naturally with kids. Get it, but I, and, and just, you know, just find that joy in, in, in you know, being with kids I mean there have to be there are so many people that work with kids I guess that's true but I I think think it's totally reasonable to say that like caring for babies is not fun there is I mean as we know with a baby you can you can there is a semblance of like being able to do your own thing a little bit I guess whereas with a toddler yeah oh yeah we also didn't know what we had when we had it oh my god oh yeah I know you're telling me they take five naps a day (laughs) what and when you put them down in one spot, they do not move. We were so, so uh, like frantic and sensitive about everything with our first child. I know. We wouldn't leave him. You like we wouldn't go out of his sight. I know. I know. We could. We could leave him in a we room were, by it wasn't himself. Okay to do that. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna roll off. He's gonna disappear. Mm-hmm. It's like that one time when he actually did roll off the couch. Like 12 inches. Mm-hmm. 12 inches. And we went to the ER. And we went to the ER. <laughs> I stand by it. 
They made fun of us in the ER. It helped me, uh, me heal. It, I, I have never seen a doctor look at me like that. Like, are you an idiot? Mm-hmm. Like you brought him all the way over here. Yes, I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice to meet you. I am. I am. A, I'm. This is my first child. Idiot. Uh, LLC. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm a toddler person because I would say the days that I've spent like the whole day with Wes when he's more this toddler age, uh-huh. like like went to the beach or going to the park or like going on an adventure. It's just so fun for me. Like, I connect really well, and that it's like a really memorable. I mean, it's just some of my best memories. I think you're going to be a young child person. Oh, for sure. Because you love explaining how things work. I do. That's true. That is like that brings you so much joy. And right now, Wes is at that stage where he's asking, like, what does this do? How does this work? Mm -hmm. But I don't think he, he can fully grasp exactly how things work. And like. Ned, Ned, air compressor Ned is today. like explaining the ins and outs of a, of an air compressor, mm-hmm. you know, or like, why does it work? Like, what is friction when you rub your hands together? Why does it make it warm? You're just saying words to them. That's and true. over time, they might start but to understand. a four-year-old, a five-year-old. Oh, then they actually understand. Then they're actually going to understand. And oh my goodness. And you're going to be building robots and Legos. You actually, you asked me to explain what friction was to uh-huh. Wes. And I got so upset because i couldn't quite remember what why things actually got hot when you rub your hands together like i wanted to say not just the not just the surface reason right right. the deep reason yeah i can talk about the coefficient of the friction and the normal force but then i was like but why does it get hot (laughs) scientifically i don't remember so uh i'm i'm you were like, Daddy explained it. Daddy feels like he did not explain it oh, properly. Oh, wow. You're, so I'm going to like go still reeling bust open from the that. textbook. I'm a little frustrated with myself. Yeah, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a science daddy in the comments, like, uh, yes, drop me a line. Remind me how it works. <laughs> why um, does it get hot you when know, you rub your hands it, together? What's the thermodynamic reason? <clears throat> hmm. Can you tell me, Rachel? No, see, I can't either. And that's driving me nuts. Anyways. We'll we'll uh, we'll look it up, and next week, be prepared. We'll have a science we will daddy tell segment you why. on baby steps. <laughs> I do love science daddy. Wes loves it too. Yeah, mostly because he gets experiments to, every single time. He gets to eat candy. Yeah, why are all these kids experiments using candy? Because that's how you we get kids to a do experiments. Gummy bear. I mean, spoiler alert. I haven't seen it yet, but we did a gummy bear explosion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wes is now obsessed with gummy bears, and he says explosion. He says explosion. Explosion. And it's so cute. <laughs> to round this out, uh, how has your perception of yourself changed? Oh, wow. Since you've become a parent? Are you the same person you were in college? Are you... Oh, no. I mean, no. God, no. I, I definitely see like being a dad as part of my identity now, and I'm happy about that. I think it's a great thing. So you, you wouldn't go back? To not having kids? No. It's <laughs> uh, a valid no, question. I no, mean, as, no. I mean, look, it's like you, you put up with a bunch of bullshit, but it's way better. Your life is way better than it was. It's just more full. And it's like amazing to have a, like a child is growing and developing before your very eyes. 
Yeah. I, yeah, I, I've always wanted to be a dad and I didn't realize how hard it was going to be, but I would never, I would not give it up for the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I see, you know, I, I, I see it as part of, uh, part of my, my core of my being. And even like the dad bod too, I kind of see like I'm holding Finn and like, you know, my belly's like kind of popped out because that's how it's comfortable to hold a baby. I'm like, cool, <laughs> man. I got a little baby shelf here. All right. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. Um, and that makes me love you so much more. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. The opposite of a mating call. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember? So I did a, a six pack video about nine months ago, 10, about a year ago now. Right. It, it was right when I was um, like early pregnant. Starting with to become pregnant. Ben, yeah. yeah. And that was like a reaction to, not hardly exercising at all for three years. And that video was about finding balance. Uh, and I would say trying to get a six pack is not is balanced in the opposite direction. It's mm. like not balanced, mm-hmm. right? I, I think I found a better balance now where it's like, you know, doing one fun like out of the house exercise once a week, like soccer or something. Uh-huh. Can't wait for that to pick back up. Um, or not, you know, if it's bad weekend, then don't do it. But, and then like exercising kind of like two or three times a week, it's enough yeah. to like, you know, stave off health problems. Um, <laughs> but not so much that going to be shredded. And what they don't tell you about the six pack is it's uh, totally, your diet is very restrictive. It's hard to keep up. It's not fun. I'd rather have big fun family meals with French fries and, you know. Have a little, have a little baby shelf. <laughs> I like your baby shelf. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to wrap this up, um, give us uh, maybe like two things that you would tell new dads to help them enjoy the time that we mm. have expressed is very difficult. Yeah. Well, be nice to your partner mm-hmm. and be appreciative. Because they're going through a lot too. And to uh, really shift your perspective towards like giving and enjoying the moments rather than focusing on how hard it is because it only happens once and it'll be gone before you know it. That's so nice. Yeah. We were talking about Wes going to preschool in the fall and I was like, <laughs> what I know. I mean? What do you mean we can't? He's going to make friends. Make he's a, a, he's a three-nager, as Rachel calls it. Oh, my it. God. It's three-nager. <laughs> I know. Please. But I guess that is what it is. Yeah. Well, that was a beautiful sentiment, honey. Oh, thank you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for opening up. Thanks. And, and sharing your thoughts and your feelings. You're welcome. Yeah. And if you're out there listening, enjoy that too. Make sure you smash that subscribe <laughs> button and hit the old lickety like button. No, no, too much. Okay. <clears throat> um, say beautiful. Yeah, rate us five stars on iTunes. And if you're watching on YouTube, go subscribe on iTunes, even if you don't listen to it. You know, it helps our numbers for the sponsors. <laughs> Until next time, life's a journey. Take baby steps. Mm-hmm.